everyone, welcome to another episode of the Kuunia show. Today we have Gabriela Martinez from WITF. She is a reporter, specifically working on different topics about diversity and inclusion and minorities in Pennsylvania. And today we have a very interesting story. I still have to figure out what is going on, but Basically, there are groups in Pennsylvania that are, are trying an abortion pill reversal. And obviously, there are doctors that are concerned because there's no evidence that it works. And today, Gabriela and I are going to speak on the topic. So, yeah, Gabriela, thank you so much for being on the show again. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. Yeah, this is a story that really took me a long time, so I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah. So tell me how did you get the idea to work on this story? How did that happen? Yeah, so that's actually my favorite part is that I was actually just getting into my car like one morning to go to work. And I live like I live in like midtown Harrisburg and I live like near a Planned Parenthood clinic and there's I saw a group of people like standing in front of the clinic and this van parked there, like And I thought, like, is this some sort of, like, clinic to, is this, like, another separate health clinic to, like, help Planned Parenthood patients? And when I read the, what's read on the, on the bus, like, on the, on the, on the actual van, I, I realized that not really. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I thought, yeah, like, I, I saw something that said, like, offering, it was offering ultrasounds to women, offering healing for women who got an abortion. And what, but what really struck me most was an ad on the door that, that said, there's hope, the abortion yeah. pill is reversible, and just took this number. And, and I eventually, like, I, I immediately, like, all these red flags went out of my head, like, what is this abortion pill reversal? <laughs> so I, I sort of just saw it in the street. And And I like, decided to propose the story to my editor. So yeah, it was just something I chanced upon wow. as I was going at my house. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's, a great, that's a great way to kind of like uh, get connected to a potential story because I feel like sometimes it's different when you're like assign a story or like somebody gives you an idea when you are like literally just like going about your day and then, oh, here you go, there's a story. But um. Can you explain to me more what is an abortion pill reversal? I have, uh, yeah, there's so many questions about that, but I know that <laughs> you will answer. Yeah, so the group that I that has this man, it's called Undefeated Courage. And yeah, and they, they don't offer this treatment, but this treatment that they really promote, which is called abortion pill reversal, To understand it, you need to know how the actual abortion, medical abortion process works, which is, which is medical abortion that's approved by the FDA. And it actually is two pills. So you take the first pill, it's called mifepristone. And mifepristone, what it does, it, it blocks the progesterone during the pregnancy. So and progesterone, progesterone is the hormone that's needed to sustain a pregnancy. So once that's blocked off, that's kind of the beginning of sort of like ending the, the pregnancy. And then you take within 24 to 48 hours, you take the second pill, it's called misoprostol. And that one actually causes the uterus to contract and expel the embryo. 
And this is a type of abortion that's usually during early pregnancy. So FDA says that up to 10 weeks is like when you can, you can do this. You can take the first pill up to 10 weeks. And this is actually the most common way to have an abortion in the U.S. So it's more than half of all abortions in the U.S. are, are medical abortions. So, so yeah, so abortion pill reversal is the treatment. It's a treatment type of treatment that says that you can, you can reverse the effects of the first pill, methoprostone, by taking a lot of progesterone. And you can get, take it by injection or by pill or by like topical creams also, apparently. So yeah, so it's, it's kind of a misnomer um, term, um, because you're not actually reversing anything, you're just trying to get like progesterone back in the body to like, build back the pregnancy, and then you don't take the second pill. So that's really what it's proposing. That's what, in a nutshell, what abortion for reversal is. Yeah, and I guess like one of the first questions that can come up is like, is this even legal? Is it approved? Is it does it like what? what, You know, obviously it is legal because apparently it is. You know, it's happening and it's public. It's not like the you know they're trying to hide it, and it's legal Mm -hmm. because of basically what medicine is being given. It's just simply progesterone to kind of like kick back the effects of the first pill. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, like is this an approved treatment? What is yeah. what is this? Yeah, so so the FDA does not approve progesterone for this treatment specifically. It's it's a it's an off-brand use of, of progesterone. Mm. So but that I mean there are a lot of things that are off-brand used and you're not gonna get into that, but this yeah, yeah. treatment specifically is it's not banned or anything or it's not prohibited, but it's it is discouraged by one of the main like medical gynecologist gynecologist association of gynecologists in in the United States is the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, and they represent around like sixty thousand OBGYNs and and women's medical professionals in the U.S. And they say they have a statement on their their page that that says this treatment is not backed by science and it's unethical, and so they're kind of the main medical association. that disapproves this treatment that said there isn't any data to prove that it's dangerous so that's one of the things yeah that that kind of puts it in a in a Mm. weird like limbo like there's no actual data to prove it's dangerous but Mm. there's no actual there's no data either to prove that it works but Mm. pro like anti-abortion organizations are really this is like something that they're they're really promoting as a way to counter the rights of medical abortions and just in in the U.S. in general. But yeah, yeah, so getting a little bit more about, I guess you, like, one of the next things, I guess, is why, why is it not like proved by science? Mm -hmm. And so I think one of the main things when looking at like prior studies that have been done about this, all the prior studies have had small sample sizes, They've also just not had followed scientific guidelines when doing the studies. And the one of the guy, the researchers who proposed abortion pill reversal as a solution first, or one of the lead researchers, his name is George Delgado. He had this one big study in 2018 where he had like more than like 754 participants, and he only analyzed about 540 
participants because a lot of them were lost to follow up or they changed their minds in the process. So, and with that study, they had concluded that about half of women had successful pregnancy, just women who had taken progesterone. But one of the biggest problems with that research was that they pre-screened women. They had given them an ultrasound and they already had viable pregnancies when they took that progesterone. So it's really unclear whether those women would have just had successful pregnancies either way because they didn't take the second pill. So, and they didn't have like a control group, like a comparison group to compare. They didn't have a group that didn't take any progesterone, took placebo. So usually when you have these scientific experiments, you need a control group. And so that's another criticism that they just didn't have, they don't have the data really to prove that, that it works, but they're Mm. cleaning it and then in the studies the study was published in a journal that was not that's like funded or received Mm. support by an anti-abortion organization there's just like different things that kind of poke holes in the in in like their their studies and one big thing was that some researchers from the university of california davis they tried to actually prove this if abortion pill reversal works and they try to use scientific standards to do it. This was a study in 2019 and they had to stop the study early because there were some safety concerns, like three women. Yeah. Three women had to go to the hospital because of severe bleeding and two of them Uh. had to a placebo and one took progesterone. So, but even with that, there still isn't data to prove to, that it's dangerous itself, but it it did raise concerns about how safe is it to to stop a medical abortion in the process. Like like how really like how how is that safe and like what can happen and and yeah and in this case there was like abnormal bleeding and it it didn't end well so they they had to stop the study. Oh my, that sounds yeah. uh very dramatic and horrible, but. Yeah, I guess that also shows that, you know, there is support, it seems like, for this treatment, at least in Pennsylvania, and based on the story that you published. So how prevalent are, are, are groups promoting abortion pill reversal in PA? Yeah, that's kind of like one of the things about abortion pill reversal is there's just, there's just not like a lot of reporting on really if this is regulated, how has this impacted people? And yeah, and there's just like not really a lot of data, but there's like a organization called the Women's Law Project and they did sort of a survey. They looked at all these different crisis pregnancy centers websites and they found that about a third of crisis pregnancy centers in Pennsylvania endorse, promote, or offer the treatment. And they found that crisis pregnancy centers promote it at a higher rate. And, and I guess like I have to also talk about what is a crisis pregnancy centers. And these are centers that are not medical clinics. They're not licensed medical clinics, but they offer, I guess they, they offer sort of medical treatments or like help to women who are pregnant. And a lot of these are all pro-life. So they, they're all they're all really just trying to get women to have their pregnancies, but, and like, they try to connect them to resources they, and stuff like that. But and they're, they're really like kind of pro-life centers. And so one of the things they promote is like abortion pill reversal. Like they'll, they'll help you connect to, to a network that will give you 
I guess I haven't talked about the network. <laughs> there's like, so there's a hotline called abortionpillreversal.com. Mm-hmm. And that, and that, the van that I saw in the street, um, they, they connect you to that hotline. And oh, yeah. that hotline connects you to doctors that offer the treatment in the area. So they're oh, really wow. organized. <laughs> it's really organized. And, and so they, and many times they connect you to crisis pregnancy centers that offer the treatment. Yeah. So, wow. Wow. yeah, but it, it's, it's kind of unclear. Like, yeah, like a, they found that based on websites, like about a third of, of crisis pregnancy centers offer it. But yeah. Yeah. Now, how is the treatment being promoted outside of Pennsylvania? Yeah, so there are other states that are promoting this a lot more. There's mm-hmm. actually, let me see, there's eight states that require doctors by law to tell patients about abortion pill reversal. This is Arkansas, Idaho, Kentucky, Louisiana, Nebraska, South Dakota, Utah, and West Virginia. And then there's 12 states right now that are considering legislation like that, that would basically tell doctors that they have to tell their patients about this, even though it's not proven by science. So, so yeah, and, and that's kind of like gives you a picture of, of how, but of how this is promoted in other states that it's required by law. But, but yeah, other than that, I guess, yeah, like there's other crisis pregnancy centers in other states that are promoting this. And in Pennsylvania, right now, there's no law that requires doctors to tell patients about this treatment. But yeah, there's, there's still, there was a hearing last year, Representative Kathy Rapp organized hearing where it was like a kind of these pro-life hearings where they brought all these experts, not, I guess, they brought people from like Planned Parenthood, they also brought you know, directors of like crisis pregnancy centers to talk about anti-abortion issues. And Mm -hmm. um, they had also like some doctors and people who were promoting the treatment and saying that this is completely effective. This is scientifically backed, like this is safe. And this is like a solution for women who like changed their minds about abortion. Yeah. And so this was like happened at a hearing last year in the Capitol. So so yeah, so but it, there's still not this is not really, you know, there's not legislation that's happening on this and there's actually some legislative efforts on the way to kind of regulate more crisis pregnancy centers and make sure they're not like giving away pri- private information and doing other stuff that is not ethical medically. So yeah, so Pennsylvania isn't really like right now yeah. kind of danger of this but but it is like a treatment that's become more popular in, yeah you know, last year yeah i mean if they're obviously it seems like you know they have the truck outside of the plant parent like they're doing everything they can to like get people's attention and and obviously you know i i think in your story it talks about like one example of like a couple it seems it seemed like that they were gonna go into plant parenthood and and some person kind of like was trying to call them like hey would you please come on board and hear the ultrasound of your baby and they didn't you know they didn't go but it just shows that they're doing everything they can to get people's attention so I guess you know when you were like reporting this story what were some of the things you found that you wish you could explore more in the future yeah there's actually the way I first approached the story like it's it was really more about 
how how are like vulnerable populations more likely to be kind of you know be affected by by this false information and in a lot of crisis pregnancy centers are very focused on you know they translate all their materials to spanish they to different languages and they really want to appeal to like like communities like latino communities they want to appeal to like yeah women of color and 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 i think i think that's what i wish i could look into more it's just actually talking to a person who has taken the treatment and yeah just found that you know this really didn't work for me or maybe it worked i don't know but kind of i want to find out more about like the work they're doing to to promote this in, in populations that are vulnerable and can't afford healthcare, and they yeah. think like this is actually something that works because a, a lot of these services like the, the that band that i saw like that everything they do is for free so mm. you know like like it's tempting to go get an ultrasound at this band it's tempting you know once you're in there then they're going to talk to you about not getting an abortion yeah so, so i would really like to look into more how particular populations might be more susceptible to this type of misinformation i also just want to look at sort of like crisis pregnancies centers in general and how they operate in the state and looking how they're funded and looking how they and and also looking at legislative efforts to regulate them i know mm-hmm. there's some like efforts right now in the legislature to to prohibit these centers from sharing personal information private medical information that's been an issue that's being there's some legislation that going to be introduced about that and so I just wanted to dig into more that and and just how like how they're promoting how how that's the concern like they're promoting mis- misinformation medical misinformation and then who is being impacted by this mm. oh my god well that's uh sounds super interesting I'm looking forward to seeing the follow-up to that story Gabriela, thank you so much for sharing all this with us and yeah I look forward to people listening giving their opinion, obviously what they think about all of this. And yeah, look forward to seeing you again. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks.